0: Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. It is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great day to be alive. Great day to be in San Diego. It was supposed to be cloudy and not good all day, but you know what? I had some sunshine and it was a great day. Great day for America. We got lots of great news to share with you guys here and a great show to bring to you. 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in and be on the show tonight. And the man who will take your calls. And the man who keeps the show rolling every night. I'm not sure why he's in a puffy vest in the office tonight. Because it ain't that cold here in San Diego, my friend. It's DJ Carrotsticks. Sticks. So many
1: friends in San Diego. My best friend.
2: He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks.
3: Gotta keep my core warm. Oh. It's all about keeping my I need my my arms free for all this button pushing but I got to keep my core warm.
0: Yeah while well, you doing some some muscle clenching you're doing some working out behind the boards tonight Is that what you're doing you're, you're keeping doing toe it exercises <laughs> you cannot see right
3: now, Andrea I've got very tiny dumbbells <laughs> and I'm lifting them with my toes.
0: Yeah leave no part of the body without exercise Kind of like Rahm Emanuel let no crisis go to waste DJ Car Sticks is letting no part of his body go without working it. To keep, uh, to keep it. You're, you're looking fantastic, by the way. A lot of people here at the station are. You know, we got to work on our summer bodies pretty much year-round in San Diego. Okay, we've had a few months, like our winter weather, where it's been like high 50s and kind of drizzly, so where we bundled up, you know, for the last couple months. But before long, we're going to be expected to be in swimsuits here in San Diego.
3: And it's a high bar out here in San Diego as far (laughs) as fitness.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. That's the downside to living in Southern California. It may be beach weather in, you know, March, uh, but then you're expected to look good. When you're rolling along the beach.
3: Well, it's like our GM says, when, when someone brings in donuts, they usually linger around here for, I mean, until the afternoon. And he goes, every other 49 States, any other radio station, these donuts would be gone before I hit the table yeah everyone's on a diet or I'm looking for this or watching out for that that's right and
0: of course AK, I'm not I'm not in the studio in the morning so that's another reason why they're hanging around because I'm not here but I also have to be honest with everybody out there because people post all the time to Facebook how do you stay so trim how do you stay small how do I stay a size two because I don't sit and hog down on donuts all day long we got to work out right uh
3: you eat, you eat small portions. I eat I've small seen portions. you la- one of those little mini donut packages. I've seen you la- make it last the whole week.
0: That's right. Like, I work it. It's all about moderation, baby. I don't believe in good foods or bad foods. I believe you can work any food into your diet. I believe it's it's about balance. It's about exercise. And no the AK show, the Andre K show is not really about diet and nutrition. Although I obsess about food and think about food as much as I do politics. I am literally when I finish one meal, I'm plotting my Texas chainsaw, you know, massacre of the next meal that I'm going to get to eat. Uh, you know, because I love food, but I just can't eat it to the extent that I want to. But I'm absolutely obsessed with it. DJ Carrot speaks, Sticks and I spend half of our time before the show talking about food, don't we? We did well, t- yeah, of course. <laughs> we, we did tonight talking about all the food videos that I obsess over. Um, what am I obsessing over politics-wise tonight? I'm obsessing over the good news that the left is trying to keep from sharing with America. You know, uh, Tom Brokaw, he and his fabulous wig, by the way, uh, he was at some conference somewhere and he had to acknowledge the obvious, which is that, yeah, the mainstream media is in the tank for the left. And, you know, they're doing everything they can to not be honest with you. Control the message and you control minds. Control minds and you can control the outcome of the elections. And so it was with great pain. More painful than having to try to work out with my gal pal Valerie, who always puts me through it at the gym. It was more painful To CNN to have to report their own poll numbers than it is for them to do a really tough workout at the gym. Because what did they have to report? They did a poll, uh, of course, expecting. Because see, I I I know that some of the people in the media, I don't. How do I say this? I don't really know. Not being able to get truly inside somebody's head and crawl around, I don't have any way of knowing how many. Of these far left insane liberals in the media, how much of it is they know that what they're what they're spewing out there is a bunch of hooey, or whether or not they actually believe it? Uh, I think that many of them actually have themselves convinced that Trump is not making America great again, and he's bad for the country. So I, I think that that's that the their poll result results actually came as a shock to them. Seventy. of Americans now believe that the economy is in good shape according to their own CNN poll. And let me tell you, I haven't read the actual poll questions, but I can only imagine that if they didn't, you know, because it's uh, the way, sometimes it's the way you pose the question. You know, it's called a push poll, in which you can pose particular questions in a poll to get the results that you wanted. So I I would imagine that CNN framed the questions in a way, really expecting that they were going to get far less than 71% of approval over Trump's handling of the economy. And I have to wonder, would it be 90% if they had asked it in a way that would be less of a push pull? Only 27% rated the economic conditions as poor. And I got to wonder who's the 27%. They've got to be like the poorest of the poor in this country and the homeless in San Diego and those that, that are living under the weight of a liberal state's economic policies, because the state's economic policies can have as great, if not a greater, impact on its, on its citizens than even the federal government. And I think that's the case in California, where, you know, Trump's tax plan and his easing of regulations has helped quite a bit, but it can't necessarily overtake the insanity of a liberal state like California with the outrageous taxation that we've got, which has driven up as, as so many and all the regulations in so many different ways, in which they've driven up the cost of living here to the extent that you can't afford to live here, and I think that that could could account for the twenty seven percent. The poll shows that fifty one percent of Americans give Trump positive ratings for his handling of the economy, and forty two percent disapprove. By the way, this number, in terms of the seventy one percent, that is the greatest, the highest. Economic approval rating since February 2001. Who was in office back then? George W. Bush, which means in in Bush's both terms, his entire presidency as well as Obama's presidency, we're talking four terms of presidents, one Democrat and one, one supposedly Republican, although he wasn't. W. did a great campaign, campaigning as a conservative, but governed as a liberal, and his economic results showed why. Now, granted, W. had 9-11 to deal with, <clears throat> Uh, the CNN poll shows that Trump's overall approval rating is 42%, the highest uh, recorded in the poll since August of 28, uh, 2018, which is higher, by the way, than Obama at this point in his presidency, as well as uh, W. So this is really bad news for the Democrats. The CNN po- uh, poll also um, was conducted March 14th through the 17th, which was when? After the shutdown. Let this be the last time any Republican ever tells you that a government shutdown hurts the party or the president and the administration. Because his approval numbers right now are higher than George W. Bush's at this point, as well as Obama's. And this is post-shutdown, post-government shutdown, as well as post all the nonsense that has gone down with President Trump being forced to declare a national emergency. President Trump cited the economy as his biggest accomplishment uh, so far of his presidency, of course. He says, look at the jobs, best jobs record in 60 years. Can you imagine, just imagine what what his approval numbers and what the economic outcome could be? Most importantly, take President Trump out of it. Can you imagine what the economic conditions could be for the American public right now had he had a Republican Party that cared about fulfilling his agenda? Had we had a Republican Party that actually sealed the border, actually laid out immigration legislation that stopped the economic scourge, that withheld federal funds from states like California that rewarded illegals with sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. Imagine if he had a Republican Party that had ready to go day one what they had been promising for years, which was to repeal and replace Obamacare. And you know what? That leads me to the, oh, this big story today, continued angst. Oh, my gosh. How could President Trump continue to say anything negative about the hero John McCain? The John McCain who would play a pivotal role in the greatest scandal in American history. You are not a hero. When you lead the way of an illegal investigation, which a corrupt, weaponized, FBI and DOJ, the deep state, launched an illegal investigation that involved putting spies in an opposition party campaign, the illegal, using the FISA courts to illegally spy on Americans in order to set up a coup attempt. You are not a hero, John McCain. And there's another reason why, as President Trump said when he was asked today, why he didn't like John McCain. Like, oh my gosh, everybody's obligated to love John McCain and, and respect John McCain. Well, you know what? Did John McCain wear a military uniform? Yeah, but you know what? So did both of my parents. And I have every right to decide who my heroes are and whether or not I respect somebody who wore the military uniform. You know who else wore the military uniform? Nadal Hassan, Bo Bergdahl. The military uniform is fabric. I don't have to respect everybody who puts it on. But most importantly, here's why President Trump was correct to say that he didn't like John McCain.
4: Okay.
2: Uh, very unhappy that he didn't repeal and replace obamacare as you know he campaigned on repealing and replacing obamacare for years and then he got to a vote and he said thumbs down and our country would have saved a trillion dollars and we would have had great health care so he campaigned he told us hours before that he was going to repeal and replace and then for some reason i think i understand the reason he ended up going thumbs up. And frankly, had we even known that, I think we would have gotten a vote because we could have gotten somebody else. So I, d- I think that's disgraceful. Uh, plus, there are other things. I was never a fan of John McCain, and I never will be. Thank you very much, everybody.
1: Thank you.
0: Yeah, it was clear to everybody why John McCain, who was in Arizona getting treatments for his cancer, why the one time had done nothing, absolutely been, been doing absolutely nothing to fulfill his job. In fact, at that point, he should have stepped down and allowed somebody else to come in and actually fulfill that role and fulfill the will of the American people. The one thing that he did, come off of his sickbed and fly all the way to D.C., was to stick a thumb in President Trump's face. He did not care who he hurt. He did not care the damage that he inflicted on the American people. All he cared about was his own envy, and the green-eyed monster that drove him and his hate against Trump. Shame on John McCain. And shame on anybody that tells us that we that we are obligated to somehow respect a man whose legacy is that of traitor. There, I said it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We've got Rachel Alexander from the stream who's going to be here uh, to talk about a couple of uh, stories. Uh, she actually found the manifesto of the New Zealand because the, the big mantra continues after the New Zealand attack at Christchurch is that Trump is the white nationalist. That's the greatest threat that we face, not Islam or Islamic Jihad. She's going to be here to talk about that and other topics. So stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. 888 344 1170 if you want to call in.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and
0: follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan.
1: FM, 96.1, North County. AM, 1170, San Diego. The answer. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the
4: Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
2: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up to remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age-appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts if you'd like to have that chat with me come on in for your free retirement consultation with me I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office it is absolutely free of charge doesn't cost you a penny just come on in we can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well give me a call come on in for your free consultation with me that's it for this edition of the word on I'm the retirement professor, Morty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving.
4: If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988. That's WOW11 to 88988.
6: Got an email last night from a lady in Florida who doubted my sincerity about Relief Factor until she tried it She tried Relief Factor in her case It took her almost three weeks And she woke up pain free Relief Factor was the answer she's been looking for This makes the, the my 60 seconds uh, To tell you about Relief Factor Some of the happiest times of my day Because I know people are going to get The relief that they've been craving You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor Without the negative side effects of ibuprofen Or prescription drugs Physicians created Relief Factor As a crucial way to support the body's fights against aches and pains so no matter your age maybe you're just too sore after a great workout at the gym or if you're like me and you're of a certain age and you want to start dealing with the aches and pains of life give relief factor a try the three-week quick start is 1995 try it for three weeks it's 1995 decide if it's for you or not relieffactor.com relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384 relief factor
1: fm 96.1 am 1170
2: the answer Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I'm glad to have my next guest, Rachel Alexander, senior editor at thestream.org. Hey, Rachel, welcome back to the Andrea Kay Show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Sure. Um, I'm, I was glad to see that you had an article in which you talked about uh, the, this manifesto from this guy. Um, from, and you are, your article proves that the New Zealand shooter was neither a white supremacist nor a Trump supporter. And the reason why I'm glad to have you on to discuss that is because on last night's show, I was talking about um, the fact that I couldn't find the manifesto anywhere. And I, think, and I think there's a reason why, Rachel, because I think, as your article points out, the, it, it, the truth about who he was doesn't fit the narrative, correct? I think that's part of it. You know, what happened, uh, this all started back with
7: the left-wing Ted Kaczynski unabomber um, when he had a manifesto. The New York Times would not publish it. And so that's continued this trend that's gone on in the media, they won't publish these manifestos. But notice it's just these left-wing people that we're hearing about that they're hiding the manifestos.
0: Yeah, supposedly in the manifest, uh, the the reason why I think they were hiding it is because they As you say in your article, Salon asked, "Does anyone doubt that Donald Trump inspired the New Zealand massacre?" The Daily Mail called the killer a Trump-supporting white supremacist. See, right now, when the poll numbers coming out from CNN, that 71% of Americans are digging where the economy is at. Trump's approval numbers are higher than Obama's was at at, at this point. They've got to continue to double down on the falsehood that President Trump is a white nationalist, and white supremacist. You've got, uh, they've got to play the identity politics game. They've got to continue to call him a, a racist. On top of the fact that they've got to distract us from the real threat that we face, which is Islamic Jihad. Uh, We just had Monday, we had a terrorist attack in the Netherlands. I talked about on my show last night the fact that there was a terrorist attack in a church in the Philippines where 20 were killed and 100 were injured, and nobody in the mainstream media talked about it. They don't want to talk about the fact that, according to Pamela Geller, 84,000 Christians in 2017— were killed by Islamists. 900,000 Christians were killed between 2005 and 2015. So there's a multi-pronged approach going on here. One is which they've got to, they can't beat Trump in the area of ideas and results. So they've got to continue to double down on the phony race card. And then they've got to continue to prop up Islam by pushing the false narrative that white supremacy and Trump are the greatest threat.
7: Yeah, and the reality is, in his 74-page manifesto, he only mentioned Trump once, and half of that was to say that he didn't support Trump's policies as a leader.
0: Right. In fact, who did he support? He supports some guy named uh, Mosley who was an ally to uh, Mussolini. Uh, According to your article, he praises China as the nation with the closest political and social values to my own. He says climate change is such a huge issue. He despises capitalism and says the 1% that exploit the people uh, uh, are for their own benefit. I mean, this reads like uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's manifesto of, of her political agenda.
7: Yeah, well, Lars Larson, I was talking to him earlier today, and he suggested that, you know, why are we blaming Cortez? Because he, you know, why didn't her call for a new green deal uh, set this guy off, you know? But you won't ever hear that spin from the liberal media.
0: No. um, In fact, uh, they're doing everything that they can to keep the reality of the truth away from the American people. We've got big tech continuing to to silence. Uh, The guy... Uh, who was it? Was it the founder of Greenpeace that was completely wiped out of Google search? And he yeah. tweet and he tweeted about it. He was like, "Wait a second, I no longer exist." And why? Because the founder of Greenpeace accurately accurately called AOC a pompous little twit. You know, they're doing everything that they can to keep the truth out, out uh, and away from the American people, including, uh, I haven't heard any updates, I don't know if you have, from Judge Janine and what's going on there. You know, because she dared to question whether or not Sharia, of which uh, Ilhan Omar reportedly bears an allegiance, she dares to question whether or not that's compatible with the U.S. Constitution.
7: Yeah, it's ridiculous. The left has become the party of censorship and trying to stamp out conservative voices because they know if people hear the conservative message, I mean, we have the superior arguments and people will be won over the more they read and the more they study. That's why we have this walkaway movement, which just keeps getting larger and larger because people are seeing what's really going on.
0: We're talking to Rachel Alexander, senior editor of uh, thestream.org. And you can follow Rachel on Twitter. Great Twitter feed, by the way, at R-A-C-H underscore IC. Um, One of the ways that I saw you retweeted an article that came out of Britain, and I have been talking about what's going on in, in, in Europe for a long time, ever since I read a book called While Europe Slept by Bruce Bauer. And I don't know if you read that book. No. Uh, well, it was written by a, a gay activist who hated George W. Bush and the religious right so much he thought he would move to the Holy Grail that is Scandinavia. And he wrote this book back in 2004, and he said when he got there, he was shocked by what he saw, that due to open borders, multiculturalism, and the influx in and immigra- of the immigration of Islamists into Europe, that they had completely taken over. And it was disturbing to him, and that's why he wrote a book about it. And I've been cautioning people about we've got to be careful not to go down the same road that Europe has gone. And one area in which they have is, and you posted an article today in which you said that you've been warning for a while that this was the way that the media was going to take out conservatives. And there was a reporter in Britain who was under criminal investigation because she used the wrong pronoun in referring to somebody's kid.
7: Yeah, and, you know, I hate to say it, as goes Europe, so goes the United States, especially England. We're following them. It's just a few years behind, but... I really predict that's how they're going to take us out. You know, I like to think of myself as pretty safe writing for a conservative publication. I can
0: tweet whatever I
7: want. You know, I mean, I don't have people threatening my job. But that is how they're finally going to shut us who think we're untouchable down.
0: Yeah, and it starts with somebody like Judge Janine being suspended because she said words that somebody didn't like. Uh, That's why I'm glad that noon... And it all, you know, it starts with words becoming, you know, uh, certain opinions becoming unacceptable. We've got a weaponized deep state that's criminalizing politics. The next step is, and I I thought the hate speech, the ridiculous hate speech resolution that the Democrats came out with recently was the stepping stone to to set the stage for hate speech uh, legislation making certain words a crime. We need to wake up because that's the path that we're on. And, you know, we've... um, Which was also the reason why the LBGT community, in my opinion, wanted the designation of marriage. It wasn't because they care about, because marriage is really a religious designation, but what they wanted to do was pierce people's religious freedoms. And that's now we see that extended into transgenderism with with this reporter in Britain who, you know, as as a Christian or Catholic— uh, she did not want to refer to somebody's transgender child as their, you know, the pronoun that they demand. And now she's being criminalized. And that's something else that Bruce Bauer found in Europe is that kids were being put in jail over there if they said, um, you know, certain things against Muslims that weren't acceptable. You know, i am it's death by a thousand cuts here in our country, Rachel, and where I'm concerned about our freedoms being taken away from us inch by inch, little by little, and it's going to be too late. If, well, the, if we don't a the of it goal now.
7: of a lot of these is to stamp out Christianity and any reminder of it and to promote anything that goes against Christianity, because these people have guilty consciences, they don't want to be reminded. Hence the promotion of Islam, hence all the LGBT stuff that uh, goes contrary to the Christian religion um, it's, it's a stamping out and, 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 and they're even going to come into our houses. I mean, there, there are ways we had, they've got, you know, these Amazons listening to us and,
0: um, you're not even safe in your own house anymore. Yeah, there was an article uh, I'm flashing on that I talked about on the show a while back. The DJ Carrot Sticks and I actually got into a little disagreement about it, and it had to do with, I think, some, t- some quote, healthcare initiative to where they were going to come around to uh, do wellness checks in people's homes with their children to ensure that the parents are taking care of their kid properly. And I thought, that is such incredible intrusion. There's going to be no area... Liberalism is where liberty goes to die, rachel there will be no if the democrats get their way there will be no area of our life that will be free from government control we will be told what what home type of home we're allowed to live in what they want with the green new deal to tell us whether or not we're allowed to eat meat they're going to tell us how, how to you know raise our children what our children are allowed to read or what they're allowed to hear there's the california health framework coming up to where lbgt Uh, The OBGT agenda is going to be pushed on children. Parents will not be allowed to opt out. And children will be taught that any religion that preaches anything opposite this is abusive. And one of the ways that they're hoping to get, I don't have time to get into it now, but I'm going to be talking about it in my next segment, is that because, as you said so well, they can't win on the arena of ideas and policies and results. So they have to do it by control. And now the big push is to abolish the electoral college and then pack the Supreme Court. And Americans need to wake up. I, do you feel like we've gone so far that we're, our, our country is lost? Or do you feel like if people like you and others scream and Americans wake up, that we can preserve our freedoms? I think
7: with Trump in office, I think you know we've got a fighting chance but I'm worried when the next Democrat comes into office and they'll probably, you know, have a good chance of getting a Democrat Congress, controlled Congress, and that's where I think the scary stuff's going to start coming in.
0: Well, I thank you for the work that you're doing. You can follow Rachel at, at, uh, on Twitter at R-A-C-H underscore I-C and uh, read her articles at the stream.org. Thanks for being here, Rachel. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye. Okay, now stay tuned because when we come back, we are going to talk about the left's push for control. 71% approval of what Trump's doing. They can't let that stand. They can't let his policies continue. We are going to talk about a victory Trump had in the Supreme Court, which is another reason why they got to, that what their plans are to steal this country, steal the elections, and hijack the Supreme Court. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Don't go anywhere.
2: Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay,
1: spelled K A Y E. FM, ninety six point one North County, AM 1170, San Diego. The answer. Nothing is more important in today's technological world than a good education. So if you're a parent or grandparent, the best thing you can do for your child or grandchild is give them a head start and invest in their education. So before you automatically place your child or grandchild into a public school setting, consider taking advantage of The Answer San Diego's half-price tuition program and give your student an outstanding education at a top private school for half-price. From preschool to high school, new students only, half off for the 2019 to 2020 school year. Just log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools in your area. Choose the best school for your family and the entire half-price tuition goes on your credit card and then your child or grandchild is enrolled for
4: half-price. Explore your options with schools like City Tree Christian, South Bay Christian Academy, and St. Peter the Apostle Catholic School. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or call 844-800-5757 before these tuitions are gone. That's 844-800-5757 or TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
1: Since 1994, Brothers Home Improvement has been installing windows in homes across California and Nevada. Right from the get-go, we knew the whole family was gonna be fully invested here. One of the nine brothers and sisters of Brothers Home Improvement, Michael. So we made sure, you know, that we were gonna be able to look our neighbors, friends and neighbors in the face and know that we could see them at the coffee shop and they would look at us and say, hey, brothers, you did my windows. Does Brothers Home Improvement have a single location? We've got five different locations across California. We've got one in Nevada. If you're so big, You must use subcontractors.
6: So from the beginning, we said, you know what? Our own installers. So that's worked out great for us as far as our reputation.
1: Improve the beauty of your home now. For a limited time, check out their special offer of $1,000 off on 10 or more windows, $720 off on 8 or more windows, and $300 off 4 or more windows. Call now for a free in-home estimate, 800-672-3777, or see brotherswindows.com.
2: Andro 400 Max, man, that's a game changer. You know, I don't eat as much as I used to, and I don't miss it, and I don't feel deprived. I've lost 37 pounds, and the spare tire on my waist is gone. I mean, it's gone. Plus, I've got a lot more energy. You know, I couldn't be happier.
1: Now, listen to what Bill said about Andro 400.
7: I have tried all kinds of different things to lose weight for years, and this thing is crazy. I've lost 20-something pounds. This is the best product I've ever tried. I don't get the urge anymore for sweets. It's amazing.
6: Guys, do you want
1: to curb your appetite, lose fat, and feel great? Then try Andro 400, the natural testosterone booster that melts belly fat. Call 1-888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Or go to andro400.com. Andro 400.com FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
2: Andrea K telling you like it is all while eating a
0: donut. The
2: Andrea K show on the answer, San Diego.
0: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. What do you guys think about question for you guys? The Democrats want to change the Supreme court. They want to pack it. Beto O'Rourke wants to, uh, he's got an idea to pack the Supreme court with 15 justices. His plan would be they would give, quote, give Republicans five justices and give Democrats five ju- justices, then have those 10 justices agree on five more justices to complete 15. You know, I, I I don't like the fact that I, I'm curious what you guys think. Are you are you open to ideas to change the Supreme Court, either adding because the Constitution does not dictate how many Supreme Court justices there has been nine since 1869 uh, do you Are you guys for the idea of, as others have floated, for term limits for that? I mean, when you've got, I, I'm, I'm kind of open to the idea of term limits, but it's like, how do you think about, how do you determine what's the right amount? I mean, I, I think that when we've got the average American retiring in late 60s to have some Supreme Court justice in her 80s who can't stay awake during a State of the Union address, I think that it might make sense to rethink that. But you know, this plan of Republicans getting five justices and then having and Democrats five, which ones? What does that even mean? Who's going to give them Republican? No, it's supposed to be, even if you like the idea, the number is 888 344 1170. If you want to weigh in on this, it's one thing to say, you know what, should we add the number? Should we do go to term limits? But you don't give Republicans five. See, that's so typical of Democrats, they have to control everything. No, they want to dictate give, no, the president of the United States gets to nominate. You want to maybe change how many are on the court through Congress? That's one thing. But you don't take away a president's right to nominate who he wants on the Supreme Court and have Congress advising consent, number one, in my opinion. Second of all, Have the justices pick other justices? No, see, they're counting on giving some, like uh, Rachel said, having some Democrat president come in and having Democrats control Congress and then having squishy phony republicans like john roberts decide who they have no no thank you the problem that we've got as republicans right now with the supreme court is that we is that for so long as we've talked about on the show there these education higher learning centers these they all come from harvard and columbia and yale law school all of which are bastions it's hard for us to to get any decent conservative when they're coming out of these bastions of liberal indoctrination so, no, I don't want John Roberts. I don't even want Gorsuch picking. I want my president. I want to have a say in it by having it be somebody that I put into office. Not some unelected dude in a robe. No, I'm not on board with that. So, because the Democrats have planned. See, they, they can't win, as we talked about before. They haven't been able to win on ideas. Their policies aren't working. So, they've got to hope they've amassed more and more and more power to the courts lower and all the way to the Supremes. And then if they can if they can have the courts legislate from the bench, get it rubber stamped with the Supremes, then it's considered precedent, and then it becomes the law forever. That's the ultimate plan. We've got a Republican, Mark Green of Tennessee. He plans to introduce a constitutional amendment that would limit the number of justices on the Supreme Court in response to the Democrat presidential candidates who have proposed expanding the court. I'm all for that. I'm all for that. You know what? We have we have had to suffer. The Republicans, conservatives in this country, have suffered at the hands of the Supreme Court with, the, with having nine. Democrats always get it right. Whenever they put anybody on the court, they are always, always vote according to the liberal agenda. And Republicans get it right half the time. My man Reagan is the one who put that Maureen O'Connor on the court. Is that her name? Sandra Day O'Connor. Maureen, somebody or another, I think, played her in a movie uh, coming out of the Supreme Court. And this is this is why the Democrats want to change the Supreme Court, because uh, Trump wins, because right now we've got at least five on the court that care about the U.S. Constitution and actually see their role for what it was meant to be. The Supreme Court ruled Tuesday in favor of the Trump administration by deciding that federal officials can detain immigrants at any time for possible deportation after they have served their time in the U.S. for other crimes. It reverses the Ninth Circuit, which said that officials have to detain these immigrants immediately or they're exempt from ever being detained. As though you better be there, federal officials, the second Mr. Non-Citizen comes out of jail or, or, you know, they never get deported. They get to stay for free. They get they get out. A, 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 they get the stay in the U.S. forever card. So Alito wrote that in the past the court has held time and time again, and officials' crucial duties are better carried out late than never. What does the timing have to do this? This case centers around a couple of immigrants who are in the U.S. as lawful permanent residents. That remains in question as to whether or not they should have been. Both were convicted of crimes and served their sentences, but were not detained by immigration authorities for removal proceedings until years later after they were released from criminal custody. You know what? They should just be glad they were in this country as long as they were. You know what? Don't let the door hit you. I don't care how long it takes before they finally get into custody. And Alito pointed out one thing, one aspect of this, is that it's one of the reasons why it can't be based upon immediate release, is that local officials are doing everything they can to not work with the federal government. They're ignoring ICE detainees, detainers. So see, this is sanity from the Supreme Court, which the left doesn't want. Another area in which the left, you know, at the top of the show, we talked about these amazing poll results because the American people are feeling the incredible effects of the Trump administration and the Trump economy. Well, we can't have this. This is why they have to, and they know. They know that when President Trump says that this is the best jobs record in 60 years, that that includes for individuals that are all the different identity groups that the left loves. They know that this is the best jobs report for women, for minorities, not just African Americans, but Asians, Hispanics. And they know. That they can't that, that includes the middle class. So what are they gonna do? They got to continue to fight President Trump in open borders because they've got to import as many poor people as they can. The twenty they've got to increase the number of people right now who are responding. The 27% that are saying that they, they don't feel good about the economy, they need more of that. They need more of that because they've lost so much so much of their base. And because of that, they've got a two-plong approach. They want to import as many people as possible that are poor and dependent, and then they got to get to the popular vote. And right now, we've got to push. We've got to push on the part of all the presidential candidates and the Democrats. We started this, started when when Hillary Clinton won the pop supposedly won the popular vote. Supposedly won the popular vote in 2016 because Trump was correct in saying, I don't know how many of those votes for Hillary and these big population centers were illegals. Because we know, as I just said, that's one of the reasons why they want the open border. Because they got to bring in, they've got to import poor people to vote for them. Because they're losing the middle class. They're losing African Americans. They're losing hardworking middle class Hispanics. They're losing women. So they got to bring in illegals into these population centers. And oh, by the way, many of them are voting. And the Democrats are admitting that they're voting. How many voted under motor voter? We know that in Texas alone, what, 95,000? Illegals, non citizens were registered to vote, and at least fifty thousand voted. So they're they're stealing the election, and their plan is to steal the election with illegals, and then with a popular vote. Jamel Hill, of course, one of the greatest political minds. Y'all, do you know who Jamel Hill is, DJ Kirsty
5: No, I do not.
0: Oh, she was uh, she was somebody who lost her gig, evidently at ESPN. Uh, now that uh, there's a the big push. Uh, for the, on on the part of Elizabeth Warren, who's saying every vote should count. Every vote does count with the Electoral College. Every vote counts with the Electoral College. You're represented. When you vote, when you vote like, like Michigan that went the way of President Trump, the citizens went and voted, and those, and because so many of them voted for President Trump, the Electoral College votes went to Trump. So you know what they were represented? Well, Jamel Hill, uh, she responded to somebody named Andrew Yang, who said the problem with deciding presidential elections via popular vote is that candidates would naturally campaign in urban areas with big media markets and their policies would follow suit. Better to have proportional electoral college votes in each state. So you campaign everywhere. Hillary Hillary Clinton would never go to the small states, just like she didn't go to Michigan because she counted on them. Jamel Hill says, nah, people who live in cities that truly represent the diversity of America should set the course. The Electoral College is outdated and was there to preserve slavery. We need to move on. When we, take, when we come back from the break, we're going we're gonna to address the slavery comment. But what does it mean that cities that truly represent the diversity of America? Oh, cities like L.A. that have large illegal, uh, illegal residents from Mexico? Their voices are supposed to matter more than me as a white American who was born and raised here. That's the message. Sounds to me like Jamel Hill wants white Americans to be enslaved to diversity. Those who who are of color. Jamel wants to be a plantation owner from the sound of things to me. People who live in cities that truly represent the diversity of America should set the course. Once again, telling white Americans that we gotta take a back seat in the bus. It's like Black Lives Matter rhetoric. It's racist and offensive to me. It's a dog whistle. You know what that is? That's a dog whistle, Jamel. Your dog whistle is showing. We're gonna take a break. When we come back. We're gonna continue the discussion because Breitbart wrote a great article in response to Ms. Jamel Hill. And people need to understand this because there, there's so many, we're not teaching civics in our schools. So how many American people don't even understand what the Electoral College means and what it was all about and why we need to stop the Democrats from trying to steal this country because if they get away with this, we're done. Then The entire country will, will be California and then we will have the residents of LA representing us and setting the course for this country. More Andrew K. show coming up.
1: The Answer, San Diego, has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pointless selfies from your smartphone.
0: Let's take a selfie.
1: Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. The app is social, making you the first to know and respond. Download the free app today. The Answer, San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. Hi, this is Jim Daly, inviting you to
3: show your support for the sanctity of life and the protection of the preborn, along with millions of concerned citizens. Go to focusonthefamily.com/prolife and sign the Declaration for Life. Also, we need you May 4th in Times Square to stand for life. We're calling the event Alive from New York. Be a voice for the voiceless child in the womb. Learn more at focusonthefamily.com/prolife.
2: Read the latest breaking news, top business analysis, and the funniest political cartoons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Register for The Answer San Diego's newsletters. Use keyword newsletters. Stay current on politics, contests, events, and more. Be among the first to know about the latest books from top conservative authors, special signing events, and promotions. Register today at TheAnswerSandiego.com. Keyword newsletter. Sponsored by Richard Musio, host of It's Your Business. Sundays at 9 a.m. only on The Answer San Diego.
6: Steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
2: Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
1: Mary, the child you bear will become the greatest of men. From the network that brought you the Bible. There
2: has been talk about Jesus. They say he's healing the sick.
1: Comes the life of Jesus Christ. His preaching is what concerns me.
5: He's helping people.
1: From those who knew him best. We are his followers. We've seen him do wondrous things.
2: I am the resurrection and the life.
1: Jesus, his life. Monday at 8 on History. FM 96.1 now
2: call now. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. My first impulse was to run up on you do a Rambo,
3: whip out the jammy and flat blast both of you.
0: In addition to food before the show tonight, DJ Carrot Six and I were recalling the, the famous rap of Orange Juice Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just a squirrel. Squirrel in my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still young? That's right. You still young? I can't give you nothing but advice. I could sit here and do that whole rap right now. Anyway, I got to get back to serious matters. Um, you know what? Uh, before the break, we were talking about the left's push uh, for the popular vote to overturn the electoral vote. And they cannot. W- Meanwhile, we have spent the last two and a half years and a whole lot of money on this country on behalf of the deep state with an illegal investigation over nothing. meant to to somehow make Americans believe that Donald Trump did something he did not do, which was collude to steal the election in 2016. The left has been doing everything that they can to steal the election. That's what that investigation was all about. It was about an insurance policy. It was about trying to keep President Trump from being elected, cover up the crimes of Hillary Clinton to put her in there, and then overturn the election afterwards with their insurance policy if he won. Okay, none of that's worked. So now they got to try to... Uh, remove the electoral college and make it be about the popular vote. Well, you know what, Jamel Hill? You know what, Elizabeth Warren? I want every vote to count too. You don't. You're all a bunch of liars. You don't. That's why you want the popular vote. That's why, because you know that it's going to end up, as Jamel Hill said, it's going to end up being these populated centers of diversity. A lot of people that are in this country have no business being in this country and no business voting, setting the course of the country, which means the rest of the country is going to turn into California. One of the ways that they want to try to get this over is Colorado became the 12th state to pledge its presidential electoral votes to the winner of the national popular vote. That means that, for example, in Colorado, if there's enough votes, if Trump wins in Colorado, they will give the electoral votes. Even if Trump wins in Colorado, they will give the electoral votes to somebody else if it ends up being that that Democrat supposedly gets the the popular vote. This was actually under the National Interstate Vote Compact. States are pledging to pool uh, their electoral votes towards the presidential candidate who wins the most individual national uh, votes nationwide. There are 11 other states that have joined the PAC since 2007. California, Connecticut, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts. New. In, in other words, this is their insurance policy. Their insurance policy to try to steal the election away from the American people. Jamel Hill says that the electoral college is outdated. and was there to preserve slavery. Well, Breitbart did a great response to her to educate her. That, uh, that it was not about preserving slavery. It's about preserving voices of every American. You, want, you really want to care? You really care about making sure that every vote counts? Then you will make sure that states like North Dakota, states like Iowa, little states like Vermont, that they actually get heard. Why? New Hampshire. New Hampshire plays a really key role. And it won't, because it will be all about the population centers. When it comes uh, to, uh, and Breitbart also makes a great point here and says that if you care about ending slavery, you can thank the Electoral College for ending slavery because Abe, the great emancipator Lincoln, won the election to the White House with only 40% of the popular vote. Uh, he goes on to clarify here that some people make the point using the three-fifths compromise, Uh, as the clause to that uh, and what that was really about was he says uh, this article says uh, that it the clause did not say that a black slave was only intrinsically worth three-fifths of a white person but what they were doing was in order to minimize the south's power of voting they did not want each slave to count for a full vote that's what that was about What the clause actually did was take power away from the South, according to this article, by refusing to give the slave powers the, f- the credit of a full voter to each slave who was not even allowed to vote in the first place. So it was meant to sl- to limit slavery, not preserve it. Their article goes on to say that the debate uh, was centered on the division of powers and representation, not slavery. After all, some larger states had slaves, such as Virginia, and some larger states were not slave states like Pennsylvania. The same was true of the smaller states. It was not a linear situation. So neither side was able to exert full control, which is why the compromise was necessary. So, you know, we're not teaching history. We're not teaching civics. We're not teaching the beauty of America. We're certainly, we're certainly not. Uh, the media and our school systems is certainly not uh, teaching the truth to Americans out there. And where's the we Repu- We've got one Republican who, who's who says he's introducing legislation to stop the Democrats from stealing the Supreme Court for power. But where's the Republican Party right now fighting to educate the American people on the value of the Electoral College? If the Democrats If the Democrats get this over on the American people, that it becomes about the popular vote, we're done. Because right now, we have what in in February, we had more illegals coming into this country than the entire year of of 2017. We're being invaded. We're being flooded. And they're being allowed to vote. That's part of the the Democrats just put forth a a bill to preserve the rights for illegals to vote in this country. And the Republican Party is doing nothing to stand up for the U.S. Constitution in this country, and for the the voices of all Americans being heard through the Electoral College. There was a big story that broke in San Diego today. That speaking of schools, it had to do with a trustee on the San Diego uh, Unified School District. I think for sexual uh, assault or sexual harassment allegations. It, the story was kind of breaking before. I came into the studio tonight. So I am going to talk about that tomorrow because it's absolutely, even Democrats are calling for this person to go. And I'm wondering, I want to do some research into this because I'm wondering do we have a filthy Filner here? Because this person supposedly did this for five years. So how much, how much did people know? And when did they know it? And was this person allowed to do this for a long period of time? So we got to talk about that on, on tomorrow's show. Uh, and it will be Hump Day. Took out every dime. Yeah.
3: And then went and all those
0: cards. that's right i went and cancel all those credit cards now don't quit hey, looking in that closet because right. everything you came here with is packed up and waiting on you silly rabbit of I you. that's right i give you right. silk everything. suits gucci diamonds everything. i gave you things you couldn't even pronounce i'll closet. be right back here tomorrow night
3: you